I don't know about your school, but in UNN, a lecturer will appear and say, your destiny is in my hands. Meaning that if you pass everything and fail one of those exams, we know that Kronos has yielded Kairos. Eh? That whatever you knew, if it is true you knew it, this is time to prove it. So what Kairos does is to test what has happened in Kronos. So when you enter, are you getting the point now? So when you enter Kairos, we don't know what you have been doing with your time. Are you getting the point? What we know is that there is a point in Kronos that Kairos exists. And it is in Kairos that what we have been trying to build upon in Kronos will mature in such a way that it can be tested. Are you getting the point? So we now appeared at Kairos. Huh? All the things you have learned, all the processes, all the things you say you are waiting on God, that God told you to come to Newe and Tari and all that, and then, and, and then they test you one you now fall. You see what it means that a man has missed his Kairos. Not true. Some people, it's just two weeks to test three months. My God. You are not having the burden I'm having. Imagine when you fell one. Huh? Will you? That is why all emphasis is on Kairos. That is why sometimes Satan is quiet until Kairos comes. Because when Kairos comes, he will want you to lose the reward that should accrue to you for laboring for three months. Huh? So when it is time for you to move to another level in three months' time, Satan will come and strike. Once he strikes, you will now go back. It, the problem with that, are you with me? Are you seeing the problem? Is that another exam will be in three months' time, not in two weeks' time. No matter how hard you read. <laughs> go back to your seat. Let me help these people. You know, after you have failed now, sometimes you feel remorse, and then you carry your book, and you are reading it, reading it, reading it, reading it. After three weeks, you say, oh boy, no be me kid the person they are buried. Amu abulonya na kwa. Aizokoinye. Ah? Are you getting the point? Your ginger will end in three weeks. No matter how much you read, you have failed the exam in Kairos. No matter how much you read, three weeks after failing the exam, eh? God will say, "I've forgiven you, no problem." You know, I'll be giving you more grace to labor. More grace, more grace. Do you know the next time exam will appear? In another three months' time. That is when Kairos will appear. And as you are laboring that one, you notice you have grace to pray, have grace to fast, do a lot of things. You be doing it all, doing it all. When it now matters the most, eh? to read your Bible will be war. How many of it has happened to you? To fast, you labor. To Six to eleven, you are shaking like this. You say, what is happening to me? Me that can do three days, four days dry. Why am I suddenly shaking? Is your kairos. Touch your neighbor, say, is your kairos. You wake up to pray in the night and you know there are certain people, they consecration upon their... They consecration... See, what makes men to survive kairos and bring back the reward there? Is not so much of what you are doing. It's about the consecrations that back up what you are doing. Because 
for something you are doing to be more effective. You see, consecration is, is the, the purpose of consecration is effectiveness and efficiency. Now, the reason why I'm saying this, did you hear what I said? Where is your daughter? Come and see Gandalf here. This guy is a magician. So you mean you are recording it? Somebody find mic for him. Let him preach what I have preached for the last last 40 minutes. Huh? Go and get a jota. Have our jota finished? Um, buy jota, my friend. Hey, you are in my class. You don't have jota. Raise your hand. Thank God all of us have jota. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All of us have jota in Jesus' mighty name. The amen is low. That means some of you don't have. All of us have jota in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Huh? Okay. Back to what I'm saying. It is those consecrations that make you to survive. Are you getting what I'm saying? Huh? Consecration brings effectiveness. Now, this is what I mean. Is it bad to just pray in the day? No. You can be praying just for one hour, two hours. Maybe, when is the easiest time to pray? In the whole 24 hours. Uh, for you, if it's for you, then it's for everybody. Morning, Abby. <laughs> the easiest time to pray is it not in the morning. When you have slept or like God's love. God's love like this. Since he was small, he has one bed only to him. That's why God is pulling him to Sabohi. That is bed. He can forfeit anything, not that bed. Don't be so, my man. <laughs> ah, that bed. After the labors of the day. You will just come and lie down like this. Huh? Do like this. <laughs> so when you do like this, you will now wake up by 6 in the morning. You will now pray for 2 hours. Huh? Say, Kai, I have... If you ask the say, I have a consistent 2 hours prayer life. Meanwhile, another person woke up in the night and prayed for 1 hour. Huh? The difference now is effectiveness. Because for you to be waking up by 1 or 2 or 12, it has to pain the flesh. And anything that pains the flesh allows the spirit to get ahead. If you desire to walk in the spirit, it is not perfect. It's not, I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit now. No. The spirit is not as mystical as you think. The spirit realm is practical, not mystical, really. I know that the spirit realm is mystical, actually. But when it affects our life in such a way that it is livable, experiential, then it is practical. Are you getting the point? That means it can be carried on, on our, in our day-to-day -day activities. Are you getting the point? Hmm? So that thing that makes your flesh to go down has automatically made the spirit to what? Come on. And which is why many times when you engage some of those things, Satan will also find a way for, to make you to do it in the flesh. That's another thing altogether. So, now this is the point. If, if 
our target is effectiveness. Eh? It means that it is not a matter of whether it is right or wrong, but whether it yields better results. It is so somebody come and tells you you can pray in the morning. Yes, so if morning is the one best to you, pray what? In the morning. If it's afternoon, what? Pray in the afternoon. If it's in the evening, pray what? In the evening. But if your target is effectiveness, then there are certain things you will now consider. Huh? That you have to wake up in the night and be praying. You give 30 minutes. You give one hour. If effectiveness is your target, you will know that you, you cannot afford to pray one hour today. You wake up and pray today. The next time you wake up is the next two weeks or the next one week. You will have to wake up tomorrow and pray again. Wake up and pray again. In the next 10 minutes, start playing for me. We have 20 minutes more. Remember what you are looking for is what? Effectiveness. Are you with me? And the reason why we spoke about effectiveness is because we have appeared at Kairos. Huh? And I told you people that what makes men to survive Kairos and take advantage of what is encoded in Kairos is because they gave themselves to consecration. Huh? Consecration now is not what we are feeling. For Jesus, in the book of Luke chapter 4, from verse 1, is it not his Kairos? But, but no, no angel appeared initially. God did not appear. Who appeared? Satan. That is to Are you getting the point? There is a certain attack you will receive. You will know you are in your kairos. Don't joke with that system. Don't joke with it. What Satan is trying to do is to distract you with that attack. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Give your, yourself to things that will make you more effective in that system. There are certain sicknesses that is an attack to distract you from kairos. Certain lack is an attempt to distract you from what? Kairos. Certain warfare. You will see yourself where you are dying, where Satan. Meanwhile, what God told you to pray for eh, is capacity. But all you are seeing in your dream is what? Warfare. Can you, can you get my point? As, lit, as simple as what I'm teaching you is. This is heavy between matter in the spirit. This thing I'm telling you makes the difference. Let me tell you how Satan wanted to distract us in this sonship conference that passed. A season came. All our trusted prophets started seeing vision. And the visions they are seeing is where there is violence and things scattered and our people got injured and blood. All kinds of things was happening. Guess what? Eh? When they brought it, I sent the first, first person brought I sent it him. After praying for two days, People now got more feedback of more violence. When I now sent it, I now when they prayed for two more days, I checked in the spirit. I noticed that instead of our faith increasing, it was fear. How many of you noticed fear? That's what Satan wanted to do. Because our weapon is faith. When you have the shield of faith, you don't bother what arrow Satan is shooting. Why is the shield there? You see, if it's not for the arrow, pay attention. So, one day I was praying. That is why in this warfare, eh, height is advantage. <laughs> I was praying in the night, praying, praying, praying. I went deep. And when I went deep, I ascended very high. When I ascended, I ascended above what Satan was doing. And I saw the plan. 
when I saw it, people continued sending me messages of chaos. I did not send anyone again. In fact, I started doing counter. I came back and said, as far as I'm concerned, nothing will happen. In fact, I told some people that they should stop praying and all that. The thing vexed Satan. Do you know why? Those warfare vision is showing you is, a, is real, but it is real in Satan's context. It is not real in God's context. Satan is busy showing us what he wants to do. But what God wants us to see is what he wants to do. So what Satan is trying to do is to take our eyes off what God wants to do and focus it on what he wants to do. Then he, he knows that as long as our eyes is on what he wants to do, what God wants to do will not be achieved. And his fundamental target is to, is to foil God's plan, not what he's doing. Are you now getting the point? <laughs> so that's what Satan does by bringing certain kind of things around you when you appear in Kairos. Because his target is to make sure that what God wants to do doesn't come to pass. So I told them that our interest now is not what Satan wants to do. Now, I'm not in doubt that those visions, many of them are real. Are you getting the point? But that's what Satan wants to do. The question you ask yourself is, if this is what Satan wants to do, what is it that God wants to do? So what we are consumed with is what God what wants to do. So all the time you are thinking of what Satan is doing, how he has beaten you, how he has... Meanwhile, what God is telling... Are you hearing what I'm saying? Meanwhile, what God is telling you is to build capacity. Love me more. Hunger and all that. When you sleep, you see one demon is trying to... And the attempt of that demon is to take your eyes up, off building a deeper relationship and walk with God. And all the time you are saying, Holy Ghost, fire, fall and die. Meanwhile, God has seen that and if you give yourself to that instruction that he gave to you, you will retain the capacity to experience a permanent deliverance. As I've taught you people in the deliverance ministry, you can, if a chain is in your hand, no, sit down. Just, if a chain is in your hand, eh, you can break that chain. Guess what? Somebody can come back and put back that chain. Assuming that chain is this size. Eh? What if that chain is this size? Eh? And instead of breaking it off, your hand now grows to this size. You know, his hand is bigger than your own. It now grows to this size. Pay attention. Can you see it? Even if you want to put back this chain, can you put it back? Why? Because you have outgrown that kind of bondage. If you focus on your spiritual growth, there are bondages you will outgrow. So you don't need to pray for deliverance again because you are now a walking experiential deliverance. So this is what God knows. And the, the good thing about this kind of deliverance is that you are not trying to be free or to be delivered. You are focusing on Jesus. That means the work that God wants to do in and through your life is still intact and going on. Meanwhile, the deliverance that Satan wanted you to focus on is now a side attraction. So what Satan wants to do is to make the side attraction the main feature. But when you focus on capacity, you grow in capacity so much that the things that would have stopped you will begin to fall off on their own. But Satan will not allow. These are the things that begins to happen in Kairos. You begin to fall sick. Your prayer life begins to suffer. People begin to, you are in your Kairos. So what you do in Kairos is that 
you give yourself to the things that makes for effectiveness. If your bed is very big, leave it and come to Beterama. Hmm? <laughs> if you are such a one that huh? 6 30 a.m. in the morning, your wife will call you darling. What's the pet name? Me. Uh -huh. so he, he will call you and, and say, uh -uh, Jesus, is he shy? You are shy like this. Come and sit in front. If you shy again, you come and sit in front. So, he will come at, by 6 30, he will come and tell you to come and. If he becomes that comfort, too comfortable for you to pass through the season, huh? you escape. Come to Newe and fast. Like your, your, uh, um, your wife. Hmm? Let me keep some things I want to say because. Sometimes she will come to me and think I'm her husband. I'm not. This is your husband, woman. Woman, behold what? Your husband. <laughs> Let's say it together. Woman, behold what? <laughs> so he will come and cry and do her head like this. I say, I'm not your husband. Huh? What I'm supposed to do is to knock you into shape. I say, this thing you are doing doesn't touch me. There is somebody God ordained for you to make you. When you do it, it will touch that person. If it touches me, something is wrong. So it's not supposed to touch me. I will have to use my hammer. And she doesn't like that hammer. <laughs> Back to my teaching. Amen. Amen. So are we able to understand Kairos and Kronos? If you understood it, say Amen. Amen. So if it is so, let's start our teaching. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Somebody read for me. Read from verse 9. I don't like this particular voice or sound find something or just even play flash trains. Chapter 1. There is somebody already with the mic. Be fast, sister. Start from verse 9. If you are there, say amen. amen. If you are not there, say wait for us. There is a young man that is on white with red collar. You are on white. Red collar. Are you there? You are not there now. If you are there, say amen. amen. If you are not there, say wait for us. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according See, to listen, his... I will need you to pay attention. I will need you to pay serious attention. So read again. Having made known unto this us... This man is assuming... <laughs> And I need to tell you that this is a costly assumption. He said, Having made known unto us, just read it, are we? Uh -huh, continue. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had proposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times 
he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be it's to enough. the... Is enough. Is enough. If you understood these three verses, raise your hand. The way Joyce is looking at me, it seems as if she understood it. Huh? Huh? Raymond, you understood it, Abby? Uh-uh. Assume this is Python and you need to code. Huh? Do the coding now. What is that thing? If you are coding and you put it, you experience problem, what is it called? Huh? Bug. Debug. Or yeah, debug. Now give him the mic. Let him debug. I don't know the problem, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Who can help us? God's love. Can you help us? Who can help us? This is serious. Okay, I will need to point now. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, for my own understanding, I, I think uh, he's talking about time and season. Okay. And uh, and uh, it goes further to say uh, uh, in that time and season there should there will be a time uh, for perfection. Okay. And that will uh, take place when God now brings everything under one ruler, which is Christ. That's a good attempt. But, but, but I need answer. Come and give Sister Vera so that she will give us the answer. I would say it literally. Like I understand. It says that there is a mystery of God's will that has been made known to us. And this will was proposed in God Himself. And then this will is that all things will be summed up in Christ, things in heaven, in heaven, and things in the earth. And this thing will be done in the dispensation of the fullness of times. And it's in it because it's in the is in the in Christ, that's that which sums up all things, that we have an inheritance according to the destination that Christ had for us which previously they said there was a will which Christ proposed in his heart. So that inheritance is according to the purpose of him who worketh all things according to the counsel of his will. I say this is for that mass, my friend. <laughs> the book of Ephesians is for that mass of revelation. <laughs> it is the for that mass of revelation. I follow people that are deep in revelation. And anytime they want to teach deep matters, they come to Ephesians and Colossians. 
you will need to be taken out of time or you will just be struggling struggling to do this yeah? if you look at that text now you can divide it into 12 and if you look at it there are 7 keywords you need to bring out and examine them examine them under the lens of the Holy Spirit then you now gather them together you see is differentiation we are doing you know when you you december the equation then at the end you gather it together that scripture is too deep hmm? but meanwhile that is the summary of why are you looking satisfied come and give her the mic to tell us i've started answering she is now like ah so there is no need for anybody to answer again let me continue you will waste my time follow me if you help me say amen now let's look at verse finally let's look at verse 9 having made known unto us the mystery of his will you know what we are going to do put hands on that phrase now the mystery of his will because that is the fundamental thing about this this whole thing that we are looking at. If we do not succeed, because Paul is saying, having made known unto us the mystery of his will. So we need to evaluate, we need to research this mystery of the will. Because it is this mystery of the will that gave birth to every other thing that God did or is doing. It is the governing. His will is the governing procedure around his oppressions. So, even when we come in time and we begin to exercise faith, begin to work for God, begin to work with God, it is only successful to the degree that it is aligned to this will. If you are with me, say Amen. If you are with me, say Amen. Let's see, just to explain this, let's see the same Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 3 quickly another person open for me Romans chapter 16 verse 25 this is a Bible study so let's Ephesians see. 3 3 uh-huh. how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote afore in few words mm-hmm. whereby when ye stop in verse 4 yeah Whereby, when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. So, listen. Paul is saying now, here, that how that by revelation, God made known to him the mystery of his will. And he began to tell us in plain language, that whatever this mystery of the will of God is, is in Christ. So, our advantage, actually, as we get to see it, our advantage in the new covenant is that this mystery now, which is Christ, as we we'll get to see, I will still show you a scripture, is actually this knowledge, he said is by revelation, so it's beyond head knowledge. So in case I begin to tell you this mystery now, telling you that it's Christ and everything, you will still go without knowing it. Because the man that God began to use to open us up to this possibility said that he entered it by what? So how will you enter into what Paul entered into? By what? So head knowledge is not enough. The reason is this. The purpose 
of the unveiling of that mystery within us is to produce a certain kind of result. So the target of God is not to give us a head knowledge, but to produce a result in us, which consequently will produce a result through us or by us. Some of you, the way you are looking at me, you will have to go and listen to this. This is, this is, a, <laughs> this is the believer's manual. If you don't know this, you won't know why we are coming every day to come and pray. I just needed to show you people the width of God's oppression, the bandwidth of His oppression in these last days. So that when, if you make progress, you will know. You will know the standard to measure yourself with. So if you, if you go and do worship session, eh, and then people cry, have you not done, God has, have God not done mighty things? Have God not used you mightily? People cry. And then somebody fell. And said, Jesus, Jesus, I love you. When you go back, wouldn't you say, Father, thank you for the mighty things you did? Huh? And then you bring the picture of the Tina where you are like this, pointing. Say, the glory, glory days are here. <laughs> Anyway, that is not bad anyway. But the problem is that once that happens, people stop there. The question, why are you stopping? When you see some of us labor, labor every day, the reason is because everything you are seeing is not the target. So, until we get to, we use that target as a means of measurement. Not the, not consequence. When you are pushing into something, eh? When you are boring into a wall, your target is to break through to the other side. But as you are doing so, pieces of block will be falling out. So when people see those pieces of block falling out, they will be counting it, counting it as a result. That Instead of counting it as a consequence of boring it, they will be seeing it as the end. Things like anointing, like car, like marriage, like job. Name them now. Give me another one. Eh? Like land. Uh-huh. Like husband, like wife, eh? Like children. Who is the person that say private jet? Oh, but you know be smart, you know. Oh, but these people have faith. Me, I don't have that kind of faith. Private jet. Huh? I know things, if it's Jasper, I will know it's a very fine dish. Eh? <laughs> My brother. Oba, now the mangala. Aiko Mahabai. Hi. Or noodles, the one they garnish like this with lap. Toke lap. There is one guy that is doing joke. That guy, that guy is <laughs> what's his name? Frank Donga be Frank Donga be Donga be. There's one clip I saw. The guy said, "Hi, I want somebody me to eat this afternoon." This. <laughs> what, what did he even call it? You have watched that video. What did he? Huh? What did he say? He said fried rice or something. Huh? 
is what? I think fried rice. Uh, and you said we eh? we chicken. And then when you eat the chicken like this, ah, and then with juice to wash it down. <laughs> See that person is in third heaven. When he has achieved that, hmm? God is working. After me, God is working. So whatever it is, those things are the the pebbles that fall off when you are boring into God. When you bore into God, power will come. Whether you pray for it or not, as you bore into God, you will become a man of power. When you arise in the spirit, principalities will begin to wake. Meanwhile, you are not attempting to do it. If your path is correct, there is abundance and prosperity in it. That is why the Bible says, Seek ye first what? The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all that things will be added. The problem with the body of Christ is that even though we are saying this thing, we preach this, eh? but we have actually turned it the other way around. Hmm? A pastor will preach other things to you as the pursuit of the kingdom. Because an average pastor doesn't even know what is the kingdom. How will he know when the kingdom comes? Hmm? If you win BB Niger in your church, eh? your pastor will say, we are taking the mountains now. I just decided not to say anything but if you read my if you read what I wrote last year on that thing you know our job is to bring the spiritual perspective that show is a, is a high place in the spirit and anytime you see high places in the spirit high places are institutions of worship so when a man is watching BB Niger you are not watching a show you are, you are going for worship session what men are going for is worship session but they don't know eh? they are worshipping at the altar of immorality so you think is when church is not a building eh? church is a service to a spirit these people serve this spirit even with their own money they give offering after service is it not true you use your money to vote. They give offering after every Sunday is for offering. It's a pure worship of a spirit. The, you, you don't know what I mean by a high place. In fact, in the Old Testament, there is a, some things that appeared and stopped the worshipping of some gods. But the Bible said that God said, my problem with you is that even though you stop the worship, but the high places are still there. And as long as the high places are there, eh, the show will end on the television but the show is still on in the heart of men. Meanwhile, it has ended on the television. That is what high places have the capacity to do in the heart of men. Eh? It has the capacity to build an institution that is different. It came from outside, though, but the, by the time it is true, it has built a structure within men that will continue to crave for what they saw in television. And when it, the show is no more on, and you need, you need to go for worship session, but the church no more opens on Sunday. You will have to look for another church. And another church can be a pornographic site. Eh? Because you are now a member. You are called to worship. So what we have is millions and millions of youths in Nigeria that is going for worship every Sunday. And
and they worship is the high place called Bibi Niger. When they come there, the spirit that has vowed to ruin this generation is the spirit of perversion and immorality. It is standing tall upon the use of this generation and he has refused to shift. And a, a person that calls himself a, a believer goes to the foot of that beast to go and worship. That's how people will subscribe to Satan and they are not aware because their spiritual eyes is not open. Huh? When you see somebody defend BB Niger, I don't care who the person is. He's a canon man. Even if he's your pastor. You see, that is why, you know, people, they come and say the church is, we are big. The church doesn't do anything in Nigeria. Meanwhile, we are big. It's because the 70% of people you are calling church are watching BB Niger. So their altars are weak. Even though you think they are coming to worship God on Sunday, the real spirit they are worshipping is the spirit of the age. And the fundamental pillar of the spirit that powers this age is immorality. The other one is greed, manifested in mammon. So when a youth arises, the very first proof that the God of this world that is operating within this generation, especially in this our territory, has died in your life, is that when we check an average youth and greed have died in his heart and immorality has died it is hard to see a youth that these two things have died eh? you will have to stay for long under the government of the spirit pass through the cross and then you come to a place where your path is narrow and many times you have to stay on that straight path if not when you in fact is your pastor that will be sharing the update on his whatsapp <laughs> let Pastors share updates. And people are sitting in those kind of churches. That's how you will sit there. And they can even make you pastor. There are people that, that are, are pastors. They need deliverance. They need to start from basic class. To be trained to pastorship. Eh? Meanwhile, there are pastors. Within them, they know that there is no difference with, between them and average prostitute that is outside. There are young ladies that know that there is no difference. That in the night, her real husband comes to sleep with her. And when that husband sleeps with you for too long, you will have to look for a man outside to satiate it. Those kinds of oppression in the spirit will allow you to be doing anything with anybody that is not your husband. But once you marry, they, they will beat your husband up. You can be wayward though. Eh? Anything you want to do, be doing. But if you want to now marry, they will not allow you to marry. Eh? And that kind of person... They, they want to make you a pastor. And many people have been made pastor like that. And they are anointing Yahoo boys inside the church. And then we come and say, the church of Jesus, quit church of Jesus. And they say, all of us are one. We want unity. I'm not one with you. I'm not one with you. And some of them say, who can do it? We cannot do it. No, there are people that are living pure. If you are not, I am living pure. You need to know that God has 7,000 that have not touched anything. <laughs> I know my brothers in Sabo. The things we cry for now are not, they are things that should not be mentioned. Meanwhile, that is what is rife in the body of Christ. We don't know our Kairos. In my own opinion, this isn't my common past. And, and even though my friend sang, Let there be many who fall in love with you. Jesus, tonight we decree. Let there be many who 
fall in love with you. <laughs> Jesus, tonight we decree <laughs> let there be many who fall in love with you. <laughs> Jesus, tonight we decree let there be many who fall in love with you. Jesus, tonight we decree let there be millions who fall in love with you. <laughs> Jesus, tonight we decree let there be billions who fall in love with you. Jesus, tonight we decree let there be thousands who fall in love with you, Abaka. Jesus, tonight we decree. Let there be many who fall in love with you. You see the way you are now feeling? The truth is this. The reality is that there are not many. And that's why God is putting pressure on you that seem as if seem as if you are now trying small. Hmm? Is it not true? Compared to before now, you are now trying small. Look, he is not leaving you, he's putting his hand like this. Huh? To make sure that everything is handled. Because you can be here thinking there are, there are, there are, my friend pray let there be many but there are not many and I believe the reason why he said let there be many is because there is actually not many can we pray for 30 seconds say God put me in the number 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 add me in the remnant Put me in the number. Jesus, tonight we decree. Let there be many who fall in love with prayer. Jesus, tonight we decree. Let there be many who fall in love with fasting. Jesus, tonight. We decree let there be many who fall in love with Bible. <laughs> Jesus tonight we decree let there be many who fall in love with prayer. <laughs> Jesus tonight we decree let there be many who fall in love with fasting Jesus tonight we decree ah, let there be many who fall in love with Bible Jesus tonight we decree let there be many who fall in love with holiness Jesus tonight we decree let there be many who fall in love with purity Jesus tonight we decree 
let there be many who fall in love with so winning Jesus tonight we decree let there be many who fall in love with you Jesus tonight we decree put us in the number of them that fell in love with you Jesus tonight we decree count us in the number of them that fell in love with you Jesus tonight we decree let there be many who fall in love with you Jesus tonight we decree let there be many who fall in love with you Jesus tonight we decree let there be many who fall in love with you Jesus tonight we decree let there be many let there be many let there be many, 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 fall in love with you. Thank you. 
Yeah. 